Hello and welcome to Smash Hit Sports. Today we are going to break down what should be an electric college football conference for 2023, and it might not exist in 2024. The Pac-12 is going... Uh, who knows where it's going? I'm going to be honest with you. It's it's absolutely crazy right now. But this should be a fun-ass conference to talk about this year. I'm excited for Pac-12 football. Yeah, I'm absolutely pumped. I, I, I feel like I'm more excited about the Pac-12 than the SEC even. Um, feels like you know what you're going to get with the SEC, at least on the eastern side. We have three, maybe four, like, playoff contender teams in the Pac-12. Been a while since I've been able to say that. Um, I know the Pac-4 was about to merge with the ACC. Thank God that fell through. I hope those teams find a home. Um, maybe the Mountain West, we'll see. Could be fun if they got Gonzaga for college basketball or something. But uh, we'll, we'll have to see. It, it's The conference realignment is crazy right now, and, and we're trying to talk through the thick of it. Um, so we're just going to keep our heads focused and, and dive right into our predictions. I know. I know. I'm so tired of talking about conference realignment too. I just want to talk like actual football. And uh, the let's right around the corner. I know. Like, we're 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 close. We're close. Um, let's start with Arizona because they're they're an interesting team. Jed Fish's squad. They had some wins last year that like I don't think a lot of people expected them to have. And this year they got a pretty tough go of it as far as schedules concerned. Um, their win total is sitting at five games. Where do you have this Arizona squad? Yeah, so Arizona is interesting to me. Um, they lost like their whole defense, and their defense was bad, right? So I yeah. think I'm guessing it might be like the worst defense in all of the Power Five. Like it, it's they've one returning starter, um, but their offense is slept on. They they have mm-hmm. such an under the radar profile. But Jaden Delora, I think, is a, a very good QB. Yes. He's a draftable QB. And he's getting overshadowed by the top names in the Pac-12. So I, I'm expecting a lot of shootouts where they just cannot defend the Caleb Williams and the Michael Penixes and the Bo Nixes. And So, I mean, I have them going 3-9 and nine, um, just because I, I really don't think they'll be able to stop the high-powered offenses in the Pac-12. But... I'm excited. Like, I'm, it's not like I'm going to avoid watching Arizona. I think they're going to be a fun team. Yeah, I have them going a little bit better than you. I got them going four and eight, which is still under the win total. Um, I have them beating, as far as conference wins go, I have them beating uh, Washington State and Stanford, which are coincidentally both road games for them. Um, but they played yeah, Mississippi yeah, State in. Yeah, that I just I, I had him I had him beaten Oregon State, but like I was just like I don't know on the road, I don't know because yeah, it's after the bye Stanford week at home. They're, they're, that's their gimme game, you know what I mean? So that's fair. That's fair. But, e- either way, this I I agree with you. Jane Delora is going to be a lot of fun to watch. This team's defense is porous. They're going to throw the ball a million times a game. It should actually be like a pretty entertaining brand of football. But yeah, I don't. I don't think they're going to be that great. So it is It is what it is. Four and eight's not yeah, like the worst I, thing in the world. Right. I don't think any Arizona fans are, are expecting much. They're, they're kind of doing a slow burn rebuild. Yep. And uh, they're just flying under the radar. Maybe four years from now, they'll pop out in the Big 12 as like a contender. We'll see with that team. 
Yep. Um, moving on to Arizona State, their win total is four and a half. Uh, new head coach Kenny Dillingham, who's the former offensive coordinator at Oregon, did a phenomenal job with Bo Nix in that offense. And now Arizona State gets a new quarterback, Drew Pine, um, who started about half of the season last year for Notre Dame after Tyler Buckner's injury, has transferred to Arizona State. I think he's a serviceable quarterback. I don't think he's anything special. Um, what are your thoughts on this Arizona State team? They sh- they should be again kind of fun. Yeah, I mean Arizona State's always kind of fun. Um, I-, I think probably a-, a little less fun than usual. Um, again, I'm I- you would know Drew Pine better than I would as a Notre mm-hmm. Dame fan. Uh, from what I remember, he's not electrifying enough to fit that Pac-12 brand of football. Yeah. And again, new head coach, uh, a lot of turnover, and um, a, a pretty tough schedule. They got Oklahoma State in the non-conference. Um, they also have Fresno uh, State non-conference, Fresno, which is not a pushover either. It's not a pu- it's not a pushover. I have them winning that game, but I, I have them going four and eight. Um, yep. I don't know. I, I think I have them beating Cal on the road, uh, and then maybe Washington State. I'm trying to look, but. Yeah, I mean, four and eight, it feels safe. The Arizona teams, they're not, they're kind of like the Virginia teams in the ACC. It's just, they don't scream football. That's a pretty good parallel, honestly. That that is a pretty good parallel. Um, I actually have, I actually have them going over their win total. Um, I have them going five and seven, but not anything more astronomical. I think the only difference uh, might be one of those late conference wins. I have them beating Washington State and Arizona in in conference play. So um, nothing, you know, nothing out of the normal. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I have them beating Arizona last week of the season as well. That's my fourth win for them. Okay. All right. Yeah. So it sounds like I might be a little more down on Washington State than you are since I have Arizona and Arizona State beating them. But we'll uh, we'll get to Washington State at the end because that's how alphabetical order works. Um, yeah. Well, I'm excited now, though. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's talk about Cal because – not man they're just dog shit top of the pac 12 as, as far as uh, alphabetical order goes arizona yeah, arizona state cal and colorado disgusting um i don't think cal's very good um they got a decent running back but outside of that like there's nothing about this team that excites me um their out of conference schedule is north texas at north texas which is not a easy game uh um, not at all and then they have Auburn at home and then Idaho, which they'll they'll beat the Vandals. But yeah, Cal's Cal's in for a rough season. I don't Yeah. I, I got them three and nine. I don't know what their win total is, but like you said, that North Texas game feels like one of those, you know, the the people excited to gamble are so excited mm-hmm. to take Cal, who's like a slight favorite on the road against a, a group of five team. And the public's all over it. And then North Texas goes out and smokes them. Um, yep. I can see that. Cal, I do see beating Idaho. I have Cal beating Washington State. So okay. there's fair. a little spoiler. But um, And then I have him beating Stanford. So three and nine. Yep. I also have him three and nine. Um, I have him losing to Washington State, but beating North Texas. Again, that game is about as pick em as it could get. Their win total is five. Um, I think they go under the win total. I just don't see anything on that roster that really screams, you know. But, like, for them to go over, they're going to have to make a bowl game. I 
don't think they. I don't think yeah, there's I any shot. I can't that they picture make a that game. Cal in, the, in a bowl game this year. No, I, I will say like Cal's probably the one team in Pac-12 that I know like the least about going into the season. Like I, you know, I've, I've obviously done my fair share of research on every team, but they just haven't enticed me over there to do a deep dive. So. Yep, and I will agree with you there. Um, and that, like, also that, like, I don't know anything about Justin Wilcox either, their head coach. Like, I just don't. I know nothing. I don't know anything about the guy. So, no, um, yeah, we'll see. We'll learn this year. Yeah, let's keep it moving to Colorado. Um, while their win total is the, I think it's the second worst among Pac-12 teams. Um, they are probably the most talked about team, at least as far as this offseason goes. Obviously, they bring in Deion Sanders, Coach Prime, and a shit ton of recruits and transfers and all of these other things. He uh, he had that quote is like, uh, I'm bringing my baggage and that shit's Gucci or Louie or whatever <laughs> it was. It's, uh, it, it's yeah. tremendous. This is entirely different roster than what went 1-11 a year ago. Uh, what are your thoughts on this Buffs team? Yeah, so it, it's really a whole new it's – it's a world of college football, like a, a culture that we've never seen before. It's, yep. it's crazy. It feels like your coach is almost like your friend, but is also – like, you know what I mean? And then the thing is, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a Deion Sanders guy. Yep. I like him. I think he's a great coach and a great leader, and he speaks with passion – Yep. And he knows how to succeed and he knows how to get what he wants. And so I think he's under so much media scrutiny, even like a lot of the Pac-12 coaches have anonymously been like, he, it's going to be a shit show. He's an idiot. And like, you don't think he's hearing this shit? Like he's, I, I, I am personally going to take the bold stance that I have them making a bowl game at six and six. I don't know what their win total is again. It's probably lower than that, but three and a half. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. I also like Shadur Sanders. Um, I think he's a very good quarterback. I like the uh, the guy that transferred in the former five star Travis Hunter. Yeah, Travis yeah. Hunter. Like sick athlete. He's gonna play both he, sides of the ball for them. Like oh, 100%. it's insane. He, yeah, he's like a Jabril Peppers type guy. And if he went to a better school, you know, off the bat, we'd be talking about him as like almost even a Heisman candidate, maybe, mm-hmm. just because he's so good. Um, so, I, I, again, I think they have a good roster and a really good coach, and, and they're getting undervalued, I think, right now, which is crazy. Yeah, I, I would agree. Um, I'm not as bullish on them as you are, but I think a lot of the – People are you were either on the side of this team went one and eleven last year. Colorado and Deion Sanders is a media circus. They are going to fail tremendously. Or you believe in Deion, you believe in the talent he brought in, and therefore you are going to bet on Colorado. Their out of conference schedule is brutal. They play Nebraska at home and then at TCU. Like those are yeah. two two of the more difficult out-of-conference games, and then they play Colorado State, which, you know, at least there's rivalry there. It's not like that game is is nothing. So um, a pretty tough schedule. Um, I have them losing um, both the TCU and Nebraska games. It's They just don't have the roster to compete with either of those two teams yet. Um, but, I, I mean, I, I have them going starting th- huh? one and four. I have them starting one and four, Same. which I'm guessing you do as well. Yep. 
Yeah. Um, but where we swap a little bit, I have them, you know, beating Arizona State, Stanford, and then kind of riding a little bit of a high, maybe like got their their feet under them. They beat UCLA on the road, um, and then Arizona and Washington State to 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 get to six wins. Yeah, that's which fair. I, I don't think it's crazy. There's one. The only game is the UCLA game on the road. That yep. is kind of like a bit outlandish. That is after their bye week, though. So, like, they do have yeah. that rolling for them. Um, but, yeah, I have them going 4-8. and eight. I still think they go above that win total. Um, we'll see. It, it's interesting. There are a handful of rosters this year that are just a j- mass collection of transfers. And a lot of those are rosters that have a new head coach. And it's going to be interesting to see which head coaches can piece these guys together and do it well and which ones don't. And we're yeah, going to find it out. It can't. Yeah. Not everyone can succeed with the transfers, right? Some, some of these teams are going to have to fail. Yeah. Um, so that, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're going to find out pretty quickly though, whether your overbet is hitting on Colorado based on how they do in those first two. I mean, if they don't play worth a shit against TCU and Nebraska, it, it might be a long year for Dion, but I'm excited. I mean, I'm going to watch, Fair. they're going to be on TV all the time. So that, that first week against TCU, that's yeah, that's going to be must watch television. Yeah, for sure. Plus, 100%. the one of the more slept on games, like that week two slate is going to be so much fun because you got Texas, Alabama, you got Oregon, Texas Tech, which we'll talk about. Um, but Nebraska, Colorado, like that is an old Big 12 rivalry. These two schools used to hate each other and they still do. So that'll be a really, really fun game in Boulder. Yep. First home game under Deion Sanders regime that it's going to be a packed sellout crowd. Um, I, I can't wait for that game, but yeah, I'm with you. So let's, let's talk about the Nike squad in Oregon. This is a team that I think is tremendously underrated under Dan Lanning. I think he is a incredible coach. Um, I think he's the third or fourth best coach in the PAC 12 in a PAC 12 has quite a few really good coaches. Um, their schedule is, very interesting. They play at Washington. They play at Utah. Um, they also play at Texas Tech. I mean, they have three incredibly difficult road games this season, but Autzen Stadium is a, a sightable. It's really tough to win games in Autzen. Um, what are your thoughts on this Oregon squad? Um, yeah, so I agree with you uh, about pretty much everything that you just said. I think that they are phenomenal. I like Bo Nix a lot. Um, I I like them against Texas Tech. I like mm-hmm. like I don't think Texas Tech is all that. I think a lot of people are saying, "Ooh, sleeper team that you need to look out for." Texas Tech. I think that's all hoopla. Um, we'll get to the Big Twelve later. Um, I think at Washington's tough, and then USC is obviously very tough. Um, so I have them dropping those two. Utah, it seems like Oregon kind of has Utah's number. Those yep. games are always fun and close, but I don't think it even matters where the game is played. Like it's, They're just always good games, so I, I have Oregon beating Utah. Uh, and finishing 10-2, and two, which is very good. Uh, New Year's Six Bowl, maybe. So I also have Oregon going 10-2, and two, but we are a little different on the games. I have Texas Tech winning that game at home. Um, at a conference, and then I have Utah beating them in um, in Salt Lake City. So I have them beat. Wow. I have them beating USC at home. Like I, so it'll be. Uh, and then I have them beating Washington 
on the road in Washington. So, it'll All right, be a, so we are we are flip flops there. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be a really That's fun. I'm excited to hear your Texas Tech opinion because I I don't think there's a, a chance in hell. Oregon drops that game, especially what happened to them in the non-conference last year, right? Didn't they lose by like seventy points? Yeah, I did. One Georgia, but yeah. that's a different. I mean, that's a different piece. Georgia, but, <sighs> yeah, but like I think they're going to be coming out early. Like that cannot happen ever again. So yeah, it's crazy. Um, Oregon has uh, this is a, a little fun stat I pulled up since twenty thirteen, so last ten years. Um, Oregon is fifty four and nine at home. 54 wow. and nine that winning percentage is the sixth best in the country the teams that they are behind bama clemson ohio state georgia and oklahoma those are those are the five teams that they are behind so Autzen stadium yeah. is a unbelievably difficult place to play like it's it's insane they have one of the best um home field advantages in football um it, it's it's crazy, but yeah, I'm excited about this Oregon team. I think they legitimately have a shot to win the Pac-12. Um, I don't see them going to the college football playoff, obviously with the with the two losses. But um, I I love this this Oregon team. Bo Nix, it's going to be a lot of fun. Obviously, losing their offensive coordinator in, in Kenny Dillingham hurts, but like this will be a fun team to watch. I'm excited. I have a a, a quick filler question for you, just out of curiosity. If you went back to the 2010s. What do you think, like, the top 10 teams as far as win percentage would be? And, like, yeah, what you, I guess just give me it. So, like, since 2010? From 2010 until the end of last season, give me, like, 1 through 10, any order, for as many teams as you can, highest winning percentage in college football. I'm going to say Bama's got to be up there. That Bama's just makes won. sense. Bama's won. Ohio State's got to be up there. They've made the college football playoff. Clemson. They're three. So one, two, three. Four. Who has made the college? I'm trying to think of like teams that have been up there and have been really good. Washington had like two down years. Uh, Washington. Yeah, Washington's 26th on this list. Florida. Florida State had some down years. Notre, Notre Dame. Nope. 23rd. Jesus. Who would yeah. be fourth? Surprising. Fourth, we got Oklahoma. Okay. That checks out. Sixth, we have LSU. Yep. Eighth is Oregon. Okay. Which I, I looked it up just because I was like, I, Oregon's been so good my whole life. Like, yeah. I bet they're on the top ten. Uh, Wisconsin is nine. Stanford is ten. Stanford at ten is kind of crazy. Yeah, dude, um, they, they had, a like, a good football program for a long yeah, time. Yeah, John Hogan, McCaffrey. Like, uh, that team was, yeah, Rose Bowls. Uh, but five and seven are very interesting. They're, they're a group of five. I wonder if you can get those. I'm going to say App State. Yeah, App State seven. And I'm going to say – I'm trying to think of the other group of five team. I'm assuming James Madison's not included in that, right? No, no. They, were, they just got yeah. called up. Um, damn, this is tough. It's definitely like a notorious group of five. Like, Are they current? Are they still group of five or no? I mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fuck. Because I was, I would have guessed UCF, but if they're not current, you is it USF? No, South Florida's been ass for a while. Yeah, not USF. I don't um, know who's the last. Who's the other one? Boise State. Oh, dude, why? Yeah. How did I not the Liberty or the uh, 
the the Statue of Liberty play <sighs> against Oklahoma, yes. which that was even before the 2010. So it's crazy, like oh yeah, because that was 2007. Yeah, that yeah. is. I should have like, gotten that one. Been, they've been good, and I think they're going to be good this year when we talk about group of five teams. So they, but that yeah, I mean that I, I was just interested to see if you could get that. Um, I love that, but pretty hard. But we'll move on to. Uh, to Oregon State. That's a great stat. Oregon State is an interesting team. Um, DJ Uyunglele transferred from Clemson. I am very, very interested to, to hear your thoughts um, on this Oregon State squad. They have a very talented running back. Um, I think he was a thousand yard rusher last last season. I uh, can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he's damn good. Um, and I think it might just be, be because of his name because it's literally John Smith, but He's a very good coach for, for this Oregon State team. Um, I like Oregon State a lot. I have them going eight and four. Okay. I got them seven and five. Um, All right. Again, we, we saw it last year. Without like a big name QB, they mm-hmm. were putting up, you know, numbers. End of the year ranked. Did they win? I think they won their bowl game. Yeah. Um, like yeah. They, had, they had a great year. And now they're getting former five-star DJU, who is has tortured my brain for the past two years. It's been absolutely, it was absolutely brutal watching mm-hmm. him play so well against Notre Dame his freshman year when Trevor Lawrence got COVID. Yeah, and then we're all super excited, and then he has the lowest QBR out of all ACC quarterbacks the next year, and Clemson has just fallen off a cliff. That's the thing when people are like, Clemson's not the same anymore. It's like. You don't understand how negatively DJU's talent affected us. Like he, when your quarterback plays that poorly, there's no way your team can succeed. And to still yeah. win ten games is impressive. So I think DJU is is definitely bad. I don't think he can make a second read. Um, I think he has to th- play in scripted situations for him to look good. Um, I think he'll be able to do that more in the Pac-12 than he was the ACC or against some teams like Georgia, for instance. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still think that he's he's hot garbage. And if I were him, he got drafted in the MLB draft in July. I would have taken that because he's not making the NFL. I'll tell you that much. That's fair. I don't – I think he might be an improvement over what they had last year. But at the same time, like, who knows? Like, different system, different everything. Um, I do think the system was part – partly to blame last year. I think it, I wasn't a fan of what Clemson was doing offensively as a whole, even when they did switch over to Klubnik. But um, yeah, yeah I'm, fair. I'm assuming you have Oregon State losing to the big dogs of the Pac-12. I mean, it's Washington, Oregon, UCLA, Utah. Like on their schedule, I've been losing all of those games. Um, no, actually, I, I have them really? beating UCLA. I have them. Okay. I have them losing to at Arizona again just because I, I don't think DJU is the type of guy who can who can make that defense in Arizona look as bad as it actually is and Arizona's okay. offense very competitive so that is going to be Arizona's like crowning mm-hmm. achievement of the season um, I have Oregon State winning their first three right San yep. Jose State UC Davis San Diego State yep. dropping Washington State and Utah Beating yep. California, beating UCLA, losing to Arizona, beating Colorado, beating Stanford, losing to Washington, losing to Oregon, seven and five. Yep. Okay. That checks out. That checks out. Um, yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. 
The only thing that is tough about that Arizona game is it is after their bye week, but you know that hey, that's college football any given Saturday, right? Right. Yeah. I just I don't know. Give me Arizona. I, I have to be bold some places, and this feels like an educated guess. That's fair. Um, in a in a bold sense. So, and that's still a respectable season. I, like, hopefully, DJ. Like, I do feel bad for DJU because we were dogging him so hard at Clemson. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and like he was just like he's a good guy. His teammates like him a lot. Um, so I hope he at least plays well enough where the people in in Oregon State aren't berating him after games and shit. You know. Yeah, yeah. I totally, I feel you there. Um, let's talk about a team that is just ass. Um, Stanford. Stanford has a, a just wildly difficult schedule. In addition to being a bad football team, they play. USC, Oregon, UCLA, Washington, and Notre Dame. Those are yep. five teams that could have double-digit wins. That that yeah, is those are playoff playoff contenders. That is absolutely brutal. And then some of their games that they, like, and then the rest of their like quote unquote easier games: Colorado, Washington State, Oregon State, all on the road. They play all. They play all three of those games on the road. Um, I have Stanford going zero and nine in conference play. I have them winning two games. Um, they play Sacramento State, which is very interesting because they poached their head coach from Sacramento State uh, in Troy. Oh, I didn't know that in Troy Taylor. Yeah, it a really weird. Like, because that game was scheduled prior to them, you know, stealing <laughs> stealing their coach, but. Um, yeah, so they get Sacramento State at home, and then I have them winning at Hawaii on a Friday night. But those are the two wins I have for Stanford. I don't see much. Um, yeah, there's not a um, lot of positive vibes going on no, in, in again, Stanford they, right Yeah, now. they didn't do anything to retool necessarily. It feels like they're kind of doing a slow burn rebuild as well. This year is not going. We're not going to see. It's, they're actually probably going to get worse. Right, they were three and nine last year. Yep. You have them at two and ten. I have them at three and nine. I think they beat Arizona at home. Again, I, I do like I have Arizona three and nine. I know I'm talking maybe like I like them a lot, but like I do think their defense is the worst in all of Power Five. Um, and then Sacramento State, I have them beating. I didn't know that about their coach. Maybe it's a little revenge game. Maybe we see something crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it, I almost had Hawaii winning because like you all don't bet against Hawaii when they're playing on the Big Island. But yep. Especially because what's happening in Hawaii right now, and it's the first game of the season. You know what I mean? That's fair. Do they play week zero? Like, playing Stanford, you know, a winnable game. I can totally see Hawaii winning that. But if you've looked at Hawaii's roster, it's also bad. Like, yeah. So, that's also Hawaii's second. It's also Hawaii's second game because they play week oh, okay. zero at Vanderbilt and then they come back and play Stanford. So, well, okay. So, I mean, still, they could lose to Vandy um, or beat Vandy as we have a bet. Not we beating, have a side bet. So, hopefully, not hopefully they beat Vandy. Dude, think about the how much that would mean to them. <laughs> I, you, you're, you're probably sweating right now. Your bet's looking terrible. Um, but yeah, I, I I do have Hawaii losing to Stanford. Stanford three and nine, one conference win, same exact script as last year, and, and then they're in the pack four. So we'll see what happens to them later. Yeah, it's, um, but they'll probably still win the Presidents Cup or whatever it is where 
because of all their Olympic sports dominating. Um, yeah, probably. Let, let's move on to UCLA. This is a team that has not been talked about in anywhere near the same capacity as Washington, Oregon, USC. This team was very good last season under Chip Kelly. Um, they had Dorian Thompson Robinson, who looked great in his preseason game for the Browns. And now you have Dante Moore coming in, which it looks like he's going to get the nod to start as the true freshman. Um, it'll be interesting. Their win total is eight and a half. Um, I think they should have a very good offense. They'll have Carson Steele coming in, transferred in, running back from Ball State, who is absolutely electric. Um, and UCLA actually plays a fairly easy schedule this year. I'm high. I'm high on the Bruins. Yeah. Um, so I, I have them eight and four. Again, I love this. I love when we're talking about this just because I don't know the win totals yet. So it's interesting to see that they're eight and a half. I would have bet that they were seven and a half. Um, but again, I have them dropping a crazy fluky one at home to Colorado. So mm-hmm. if I didn't have that, they would be nine and three. I yep. do have them playing in a pretty big bowl game. Uh, I have them in the holiday bowl at the end of the year. Um, I love that. Right. They're like I, I like Chip Kelly. The only thing for me is that I think Dorian Thompson Robinson meant a lot to that school. Like I think he was undervalued while he was still there and mm-hmm. undervalued in the draft. And, and uh, you know, Dante Moore, true freshman, great player, but are we going to see anything remotely similar to what DTR did? Yeah. I don't think so. So I think that's why I'm, I'm expecting, you know, maybe – a little bit of disappointment from UCLA, but eight and four is still a really good season. So I have them losing to Utah and USC. I'm assuming you do as well. Um, yeah, you also have the, the Colorado road. loss. Who's the Who's the fourth? Uh, Oregon State at Oregon State. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Yep. I don't hate that at all. Um, right. Yeah, I. The thing is, is the reason that I Utah's at Utah, USC is at USC. To expect a, a true freshman to come in and win those games is just that's a tall task. That's a tough ask for them. Um, I don't hate the the Oregon State game either. Um, I had that game as a coin flip. Um, Oregon State will probably end up being favored in that game. Um, it wouldn't surprise me, but I, I gave UCLA the nod. I have them at ten and two, seven and two in conference play. Um, wow. I think they are a very very good team. Um, they're gonna have. They're going to put Dante Moore in a position to succeed. And if that's not the case this year, um, moving to the Big Ten next year, I think UCLA is going to be not I, – I, I'll say it. I think they might be just as scary as USC go heading into the Big Ten because they, they will know what they have with Dante Moore one way or another. Caleb Williams leaving obviously makes UCLA, USC um, a little less frightening. Obviously, they have Malachi Nelson who's going to be – probably still incredible for them but um not caleb williams but yeah i have ucla going 10 and 2 i really like this team a lot um their win total is eight and a half i will this is one that i will be taking the over on um because even if they lose to that oregon state i you said it it would be a fluky loss to colorado i think that's what it would take for them not to hit their win total so um yeah I like it. I'm going to stay away from this again. I have them at eight and four, but the one thing is, is I think when you look at it at the end of the season, you're like, OK, 
okay, UCLA went 10 and two and they lost to USC and they lost at Utah, like at both teams. Yep. That I think is almost what everyone is viewing the ceiling as for that team right now. Even if you view them as fantastic. So I think you have them at their ceiling. Um, and, And I think it's a little bold to assume that they're coasting through the rest of their games, but who knows? Again, you're taking a flyer here, 10 and two, that probably puts them above one of the uh, three teams um, that are supposed to be fantastic in this conference. I'm guessing. So that's definitely very interesting. Yeah. So let's go to a a team that probably has the best playoff odds of the PAC 12. Um, They definitely have the best quarterback and it is the USC Trojans. Um, their schedule is by no means easy. They are playing Notre Dame at Notre Dame. I'm hoping to go to that game. Fingers crossed. We'll see how it goes. Um, they also play Oregon in Autzen Stadium, but they play. These are their last one, two, three, four, five. These are their last six games. Okay. And they're, they have two bye weeks because they do play week zero. However, their bye week is week 14 rivalry week. So they have a bye week before the conference championship if they make it. So their last six games are at Notre Dame, Utah at home, who's been, you know, they've had their number. Then they have at Cal, Washington, Oregon, UCLA. Are are their last six games. There might not be a more difficult six-game stretch in the country this year. Yeah. Again, the Pac-12 is fantastic and and. This is this is what I love. This is I'm excited to watch USC. I think they're going undefeated. I do. Even with that six game stretch, I think Caleb Williams is generational. I think Lincoln Riley is brilliant. I think what they did on the defensive side of the ball this offseason is fantastic. Watching them try to tackle last year was was painful and yep. they still almost made the playoffs. You know what I mean? Like they they were a hair away this offseason from becoming a, a super team in my eyes. And I think they completed that. Um, obviously, they have a tough schedule, and I'm banking on them not losing to Notre Dame and not losing to Oregon. I, I'm not as scared about Utah um, just because they lost twice to Utah the past mm-hmm. two times they've played them, right? They've, they've lost the last two. I, I can't see that happening again. Um, and then Washington at home, I mean – it would be it would kind of be like a shock the world moment if USC lost to Washington at home um, or UCLA at home. So, uh, yeah, I have them running the table and I have them winning the pack. I have them finishing one overall going into the college football playoff. I I don't hate that at all. Um, as a Notre Dame fan, I don't like it, but I, I definitely don't hate that um, for what it's worth. I did a ranking of my top 25 offenses in college football. USC is number one. I, I, they yeah. have the best offense in college football. I don't think that's going to be a surprise to anybody. Um, I also did my top 25 defenses. They were on it. So uh, they, that's that's going to be the question mark is, can that defense truly come around um, under Lincoln Riley? I don't know. I think it's the defensive coordinator because he brought the defensive coordinator from Oklahoma and the same problems have persisted. Um, I have them going 10-2. and two. I have them losing to Notre Dame at Notre Dame, and I'm have I have them losing to Oregon um, at at Autzen Stadium. Um, 
which does put them at eight and one. And I have them at first place, or well, I guess second place in the Pac-12 since they're losing to Oregon. And I also have Oregon going ten and two. So, um, yeah, I have them. I have them finishing in the second seed in the Pac-12. I will say this: um, I have them winning the conference, though. I do think okay. The a bye so, game okay. before playing Oregon the second time, um, I think is going to be huge for them. Um, that late in the season, getting a buy is like actually kind of crazy. Um, neutral site, I, I don't think they get beat twice. Um, so I have them winning winning the Pac-12. So that's interesting. You you have uh, the big name teams kind of beating up on each other here. You don't have anyone with more than ten wins nope. going into conference camp week because mm-hmm. I I I have two teams uh, over ten wins in the Pac-12. But again, I, I really like the Pac-12. I think they have playoff aspirations this year. So fascinating. We'll have to see how it plays out. We'll go to Utah. Absolutely. Um, Utah has a awesome out-of-conference schedule. Absolutely awesome. Week one, they get Florida at home. And then week two, they go to Waco to play Baylor. Like That is going to be a very fun like out-of-conference little start to the season for them. Um, I have them winning both of those games. Utah is going to be a fun team. Cam Rising is back. They lost their biggest weapon in Dalton Kincaid. Um, but I think Kyle Whittingham might be one of the most slept on coaches in college football. He's a top 10 coach, 100%. in my opinion. Just so 100%. damn good, so damn consistent. Um, where do you have the Utes? Yeah, um, I love Cam Rising. I had him, I actually, he was my Heisman last year. Like, I had a good amount of money on him. Obviously, that didn't pan out. I knew it wasn't going to pan out after week one when he threw that pick against Florida. But again, now they get to play a a not great Florida team revenge game. Um, I think they crush Florida at home in elevation Baylor. That's going to be, I I haven't beaten Baylor, beaten Weber state, uh, beaten UCLA, beaten Oregon state, beaten Cal. So they start six and oh, I think they're ranked solidly in the top 10. Yep. Um, people are saying, oh, Utah can make the playoffs. I don't know when that first college football playoff ranking comes out. I think it's this is still too early. But yeah. um, then they have at USC and then Oregon. I have them dropping both of those uh, and then dropping at Washington, um, which, again, it's kind of them losing the three games they're supposed to lose to, which is not fun. I feel like they could easily win one of those games, but mm-hmm. I don't I don't have it this year. Just it didn't have, have the uh, cookie crumbled. Yeah, I. it's one of those – they have – I think they have the best defense in the Pac-12, which isn't like I, – I don't know how much that's saying because I, their defense is eh. But – well, it's, it's, it's a good defense, but the rest of the Pac-12 defenses are eh. Um, I also have them go – I have them going better than what you have them. I have them going 10-2. and two. I have them losing to USC on the road, and I have them losing to Washington on the road. Um this is going to be a really good team, really fun to watch. I for what it for what it's worth, you're going to get pissed. I have five teams at ten and two in the Pac-12. Yeah, yeah. I, I could not, <laughs> I could not separate them at all. Um, it just right. so happens you're playing that, it safe. You're playing it safe. Just tell it dude, how it is. I don't. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't. If I did have to pick one team, it would be USC. But in my heart of hearts, I can't do it because I've watched Lincoln Riley's defenses. And that 
that's still like at the end of the day, you can have the best quarterback in college football and you can have the best offense in college football. But if you can't get a goddamn stop, it doesn't matter, especially when you're playing these teams late in the year. Like that's that is when they're going to be able to get stops this year. They will. They're, they got a lot better on that side of the ball. We'll see. I, I think they have a better defense than Utah. Utah lost Clark Phillips. Stop. No way. No way. Yes, you, there's no way you truly believe that USC has a better I defense do. than Utah. US, USC has some great draft prospects this year. Uh, they like A couple names that I, I Bro, wish USC I hasn't had a good draft right prospect on defense since fucking uh, Ray Maluga and Brian Cushing and um, who's the other one? There was a third linebacker that was just insane. There's Brian Cushing, there was Ray Maluga, and then there was one that played for the Packers. What the hell was his name? Kalen Bullock, he's a good safety for for USC. They have uh, they got Bear Alexander. I will say the transfer from Georgia yep, is Bear going Alexander to be a monster. Goes. And Stanley Taufau, who's backing him up, who I like a lot. <laughs> Hey, that's a hell, a for effort, pal. That's an A for effort. Tau fo au, and Eric Gentry, who I like. Um, who oh I shit! Yeah, I forgot about so, Gentry. Gentry is pretty good. That's that's fine. I yeah, I don't know. I, I call me crazy. I <laughs> I think I they have a better defense than Utah. I, I, Utah lost a couple people that I really liked. So that's fair. Um, that's fair. But yeah. Um, we'll move so, on. We'll move on to Washington. I did. So, just for the record, I did look it up. The college football playoff uh, poll or the rankings will come out Tuesday, October thirty first. So, just as far as like back of your mind, last day of October, um, Halloween is when the college football playoff rankings drop for Utah. That will be after um, their USC after they play. So, yeah. So I have them at sixty two. Uh, during that first ranking, they'll be like 20th in, in yeah. the rankings or something. Um, yeah. All right, yeah. so let's do Washington. Um, Kalen DeBoer is a phenomenal coach going into his, I believe it's his third year now. Michael Penix has had a career resurgence after um, he had that insane COVID year and then faltered. Um, and apparently reuniting with your offensive coordinator does a hell of a lot of wonders because they looked very, very good last year. Their wide receiver room is, in my opinion, the second best in the country to Ohio State. Ohio State's won by like a, a wide margin, uh, but then there's Washington. They are damn good. And Yeah, I mean, I, Rome, Rome is amazing, right? Yep. I, he, he's second to Marvin Harrison in the country, in my opinion. And Michael Penix is is great in this system. We saw it last year. What's going to change, right? Like mm-hmm. they, I mean, I have them going 11 and one. I have them losing to USC. Like I bet you're, you know, th- their schedule doesn't look all that bad. I, I honestly, Boise state scares me second most, um, mm-hmm. maybe Oregon, but I, I still haven't beaten Boise state's week one. Um, Washington, bigger name school just tends to happen. Yep. So yeah, I have them 11 and one. And, yep. and making a New Year's Six game. The the only difference I have is that I have them dropping um, the Oregon game. So puts them at 10-2. That's, right. that's the only difference. This is going to be a really fun team. They're, they're going to be a really fun team. They have a couple pieces on defense. Their secondary is good. Um, they have a pass rusher who can get there. Um, 
I, I think this Washington team is going to be very, very fun to watch. Pac-12 after dark this year is going to be just chef's kiss. It's going to be immaculate. Yeah, yeah. going to want to stay up this year. Yep. I, I was thinking that I might just try to do TikTok lives after the college football day at like midnight and just I'll probably be Oh, yeah, bit. just talk about what yeah. we saw and then while watching the game. I'm I'll probably be a little drunk for... and just I'll just hop on and yeah, on spew, for, hey, yeah. spew for 10 minutes. But I might be at the bars, but <laughs> hop, just, I'll join the live. Just a crowd. You're just like, what the yeah. fuck is going on? What is going on? Yeah, how did Tennessee lose to Missouri? No. Oh, shit. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine. So let's um, last Pac-12 team. Let's head over to Pullman. Um, Washington State, their win total is six. Um, Jake Dickert is a coach that I don't have literally any opinion about one way or the other. Yeah, no nothing. I know nothing at all. Okay, so what's your, what are your thoughts on Washington State? I got them at six and six, so perfect. I, have, I, I got them pushing the total there, not going to touch it. Um, I, I, I like them against Colorado State, Northern Colorado. Um, at home against Oregon State, I can see happening. They're playing Arizona at home. Arizona State, I don't love. I have them winning that game. And then I think I have them beaten, uh, beaten Stanford. Yeah, beaten Stanford as well at home. And then, like, their schedule's really – it's not all that bad. They, they can beat some of the mid-to-bottom tier Pac-12 teams. Um, they're definitely going into, a, a, like, a rebuild for sure. Mm-hmm. But, again, I, I do think they have – the residual talent that I've referenced so much that is still there. Um, good enough. They're good enough. They'll make a bowl. That's fair. Um, they have a, another this week to college football. slate. it's going to be like really fun. Uh, they get Washington or not Washington. They have Wisconsin, Wisconsin yeah. coming to Pullman. That'll be a really fun game. Um, I do. I will say this about Washington state. I like their quarterback cam word. Um, he started there last year, but he transferred in from incarnate word when he was at incarnate word, he had a 4,000 yard, I believe is like four. He insane. His last season, his last season at incarnate word, he had 4,700 passing yards and 47 touchdowns. Like yeah. no, it he, just yeah. bonkers. The dude can, the dude can play. Um, he had 3000 yards passing last year. I, I'm excited for Cam Ward. Like he's he's gonna be a fun, you know, another fun quarterback in this obviously quarterback loaded conference. Um, yep. But that is we're gonna see a lot one of points thing. all over the board in this conference. It's gonna be so electric. Yep. I can't wait. So Who knows against Wisconsin though, we'll have to see. I I, I want I'm excited, very excited for that Wisconsin offense. Um, but that that game might be a bit lower scoring. Yeah, um, with uh, Tanner Mordecai, Phil Longo calling the plays. Wisconsin's going to be fun. I like Wisconsin uh-huh, a lot. Yes. But Find my TikTok a- sometime sometime this week. I'll be talking about Wisconsin. You guys might lose your minds. So I'll just give you a spoiler. Fair. Fair enough. A little teaser. So to, to wrap up the conference, um, I have Oregon as the one seed in the Pac-12 championship game against USC. The only reason that Oregon's the one seed in that is because they beat USC. Um, but I have them both eight and one in conference play, but I got USC winning the PAC 12. Um, if I had to go with the, I mean, the best player in the PAC 12 is Caleb Williams. And if I had to go coach of the year, um, I'm going to say it's probably going to be, I'm going to say 
I'll go with Kalen DeBoer of Washington. Um, yeah. We'll go with him for, I for like coach it. of the year. So I'm going to go um, with Lincoln Riley just because I have him 12-0. I have USC yep. Washington in the Pac-12 championship game. Nice, nice. I have USC winning that game um, and making the playoff again as the one seed. They have a better strength of schedule than Georgia, uh, so they get it over Georgia. I do have Georgia 12-0 as well. Uh, Georgia will be the two seed. Um, and then so on and so forth. We'll get into that closer to the season. But Hell yeah. That wraps it up, yeah. All right, that that does wrap it up. Um, we did hit um, 150 subscribers on the YouTube. We actually blew past it. I think we're at like 173 now. So the uh, the Notre time. Dame the Notre Dame preview will be coming here soon. Um, but we also have the pack the uh, Big 12 that we have not yet hit. So we'll do the Big 12 next. Um, and Maybe then the after- best for last. Yep. And then we'll uh, we'll do Notre Dame. We'll talk some group of five teams before heading into week zero. I cannot wait, but make sure you guys don't miss any of that. Uh, make sure to subscribe to the channel or subscribe to wherever you're listening if you're listening to the audio version of this podcast. And we will see you in the next one. All right. Appreciate y'all.